Welcome back to the Mental Health Commute with Dr. Walt Duffy. And again, we have one of our therapists here at Elevation, Missy Lyle, joining us. And we thought we would just touch on a couple topics. One, Missy, that I thought was really interesting was this idea of the sibling string. And when you're working with somebody, how do you use that concept? Sure. Again, not always the most scientific comment that I'm giving here, but in general, we try to look at sibling strings or like the role that you played as a child. In general, the oldest becomes the most responsible. Maybe they actually were a little bit babied because they were their first one. And then, you know, as as parents have their children, they kind of get used to parenting and they get a little bit more lax. And then there's also that concept with the last one, that when a parent knows that they're having a last child, if they try to hold on to that child for a little bit longer. We also look at differences in how many years are apart between children, if there's going to be that closer relationship, or if they really didn't feel like they had a sibling at home because there was 10 or 15 years between them. I just kind of have people think about how that's all learned behavior. You know, you grew up in a situation and how that kind of shaped you along the way and and to figure out if you're transferring that to your adult life and how you treat others as well. And then there's there a different thought if it's been an only child? Again, potentially. So I can't give a a definite, this is exactly how they're going to be if they're an only child. But you know, we get into the, are you a good sharer or did you go to daycare? And then maybe you learn how to share in a daycare, even if you were an only child. It's just some things to consider. We also consider loneliness. If you don't have a lot of supports as as an adult, you know, is it because you don't have siblings? When I try to have people, again, going off of a previous podcast, the Ecomap, who do you have in your Ecomap that you can lean on? And unfortunately, some people don't have siblings. Sometimes their parents are gone. And so then their world becomes very small. Those are very good comments. And sometimes, you know, with the siblings, they even have difficulty with those siblings as adults, and that becomes a different thing. So it's just those are really just things that we consider in treatment and in therapy. We talked also, this sort of goes into this, parenting. Talked about that a little bit, and I know you could talk about this for a long time, but how do you just approach that concept of parenting? There's so many different models, I feel, that are out there, you know, and I've kind of played around with all of them throughout my years of doing therapy. My favorite one is parent management training. That's specific by name. It's really to teach your children how to be appropriate young adults. And so, you know, there's controversy on if you should baby talk to your child because you wouldn't baby talk to an adult (laughs) and how to teach them all of these skills. You know, we go into if you are someone that likes to spank your child. As an adult, we can't hit each other because you would go to jail. (laughs) So you just have to think, okay, what is the underlying value that I'm trying to teach the child in this moment? And how does that relate to how they're going to be let out into the world someday? When you talk about sort of the sibling strain concept in parenting, how you were raised and where maybe you were in that line of being raised, and how you act as an adult and as a parent towards your own kids, there's an interplay there. And even sometimes when you want to do the best and you read, get out the parent training books and those, some of your past gets overlaid on that and you might end up doing things that you're going, why am I acting that way? And that's something a big thing to come to therapy and talk about, I would think. My favorite thing to talk about is actually resiliency and promises is related. So you talk about learned behavior and what you've learned from your parents parenting you, It's actually, you know, sometimes even if you've had trauma, 
you want to do the opposite, and that's resiliency. You want to do something different with your children than how you were raised. And so we either focus on not repeating bad patterns of what you were raised with when you were a child or learning that that wasn't the best way to handle a situation, especially with generational issues, differences with, you know, how our, even our grandparents <laughs> maybe babysat us or tried to parent or influence us. So I think just knowing in general, again, how to raise a young child. I always say something like, they're a ball of clay. You're shaping and molding. You're, you're trying to influence. And you can't always control every move. And I say sometimes that ball of clay also kind of melts. (laughs) You know, with gravity, if you don't cook it in the oven, it doesn't set. And so you're just always shaping and molding a child until they're ready to go into the world on their own. That's a great place to end. Well, I thank you for your time. We will talk further about these because these are therapy concepts are very interesting. And I think just your experience has been fascinating to hear about. So thank you, Missy. Thank you.